This is Lauterbrunnen, a valley in the Swiss Alps, untouched by time, home to centuries-old chalets, babbling brooks, and emerald pastures. Placid as a postcard, it's the last place you'd expect to witness a revolution. But look up. There it is. They are an air force attacking the laws of nature, trying to show that man can fly. One after another, day after day, they leap from Lauterbrunnen's cliffs, let the air fill their nylon wings, and pierce the sky like birds at speeds more than 100 miles an hour. That moment where you leave the object is the most primal moment of instinct you could ever, ever have. I could only imagine it would be like a caveman running from a dinosaur. <laughs> it's on, you know? Chris McDougall has been wingsuiting in Lauterbrunnen for years. Like the other flyers here, he came a long way, from Australia in his case, to make the pilgrimage to the place they call their Mecca. And this place just blew me away, like the stunningness of this place, the waterfalls, the scenery, unbelievable. And the fact that they were okay with us jumping off their cliffs, it's like, whoa. But for everything Lauterbrunnen gives, it also takes away. These beautiful cliffsides double as a graveyard. Since the sport began in 2000, about 30 wingsuiters have died on them. How many friends have you lost? I've lost pretty much all my best friends. I watched my partner die. I've watched my friends die. Yeah, I couldn't tell you all their names. The Valley's rescue and recovery chopper is always on call and monitors the many jump spots here, known as exit points. How is it you're so familiar where all the exit points are? We've done this many rescues in the region in northern exit points uh, very well. When something goes wrong, Dr. Bruno Durer is the man who picks up the pieces. And his job is getting busier. Because in recent years, the sport has become more popular. And as a result, more deadly. Now you see we're approaching the hole here. Take this rock formation. A 10-foot wide hole. One wingsuiter decided it looked like something else. A bullseye. This incredible footage was the result. And made the jumper, Uli Emanuel, an internet sensation. And the web is now full of stunts like this. Flyers determined to gain fame or die trying. That's an ugly disaster for you to have to pick up after if he misses. Uh, definitely, yeah. We had a near miss over there. You see this rock pillar? And he tried to, uh, tried to pass through very, very close. And he missed it by about 10 feet. He crashed into the front. Internet stunts like that aren't just risky. They also attract more newcomers to the sport, some with more enthusiasm than experience. At Lauterbrunnen's easiest exit point, we met a parade of new pilgrims to Mecca. Just kind of started, 15 jumps in. 15? Yes, I just started. Are you a little nervous? And a little bit, but I'm pretty confident that I can do it, and that's why I'm here, so. Matthew from Australia was wearing a camera on his helmet, like everyone else we met, ready to film their ride and post it online later. Sylvia came from Poland. Still learning at this exit point, she has her eyes on a bigger challenge. That's the dream over there. That's the dream uh -huh. over there, all the way to the top. Why is, why is that the dream? It's just such a rush. 
I am so excited. I just love it. But gravity has a mind of its own. Of the 2,000 or so people who've wingsuited from cliffs worldwide, about 100 have now died. One of every 20, making this the most deadly sport on Earth. So far, Australia's Chris McDougall has beaten the odds. He's made hundreds of jumps from Lauterbrunnen's cliffs. And let us tag along on his latest flight from one of the valley's most stunning peaks. How technical is the suit? Because it doesn't look like much. Yeah, it doesn't look like much, but it's a very technical suit. Once you're in, it's, it's, it's like going into a cockpit of a jet fighter. And as you're going roughly 100 miles an hour, you'll drop how far and what kind of distance will you gain? So this suit approximately will do three to one glide ratio, which basically means one meter of falling will get me three meters of flying. Since this peak is a mile high, that means when McDougal jumps, as he'll do in a moment, right off of this cliff, he will fly about three miles. But first, he suits up and steps to the brink. When you're on the edge, what's happening to you? Everything slows down, and there's no past, there's no future, there's just this present, and everything is completely harnessed into this one moment in time. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Nice exit. Cruising around the corner here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice and high. Nice and cruising. Look at that. Beautiful. McDougall's years of experience allows him to fly closer to the cliff sides than most. That increases the sensation of speed, though also the risk of disaster. If you're putting yourself into a position where you're going to do this anyway, buddy, do it. You know, and do it with commitment, and do it like your life depends on it, because it does. Okay, flare out. Oh, big flare there. Concentrate. The jump ended without incident. But even experts like McDougall are guaranteed nothing. Steph Davis had been a world-class rock climber for years when she decided to learn to fly. In the process, she met a highly accomplished wingsuiter named Mario Richard, and they became the sport's first couple. I had all this climbing experience, and Mario had all this jumping experience, and we both liked doing both things. So that was really, really fun for us, the fact that we could go have adventures together all the time. Davis and Richard got married on top of a cliff and traveled the world together wingsuiting, including a trip two years ago to Italy. We were doing a two-way together. I jumped first, and I, uh, I flew around the side of a notch in the mountain, and Mario flew through the notch in the mountain, as he always did on that jump, and he hit it. He didn't, he didn't clear it. Did it compute right away when you landed and he wasn't there with you? One thing I do know with wingsuiting is that usually when somebody disappears, it's... That's it. At 47 years old, Mario Richard was dead from a strike against a cliff. Following the tragedy, Davis wasn't sure if she'd ever fly again. What was it that kept you away from wingsuiting off cliffs after Mario's death? Um, partly I was grieving and just trying to figure out what to do with my life without Mario. And partly I, I didn't know if I would find joy in that again I just didn't know 
Most wingsuiters have a story like that. Several years ago, wingsuiters Jeb Corliss and Dwayne Weston were jumping together at a show, trying to fly over spectators on a bridge. But Weston got too close. I couldn't understand what was happening. And I looked down, I'm just covered in blood. Jeb Corliss had lost his flying partner and one of his best friends. When you have a good friend die, especially when it's right in front of you and you see it happen, you do start asking questions about, you know, is this still important to me? Am I still willing to give my life to it? And you know what? Does this enhance my life and make me a happy person? Yes, it does. Is it, is it worth stopping it <laughs> and becoming an unhappy person? No, it's not. So Corliss has continued to fly. In fact, in recent years, he's actually become one of the sport's greatest daredevils, pushing the limits of safety and sanity. Like the time in Switzerland when he flew just inches above the ground to hit this tiny target of two balloons. He's gained fame for his exploits, but it's come at a price. Give me the laundry list of bodily injury that you have suffered. I've broken both of my ankles twice. I've broken my right knee once. I've broken all of my ribs, my sternum, ribs in the back. I've broken my back in three places, L1, sacrum, tailbone. I've broken both of my wrists. And just days after that interview, that three, list grew. Two, one, three. With our cameras rolling, he tries to reprise his balloon jump. But he comes too close to the rocks, slamming his legs into the ledge at more than 100 miles per hour, which sends him tumbling out of control through the air, able to pull his chute only at the last second. On the way down now. The help. South of Boulevard. Stay tuned.